and welcome to the Giraffe Social Media Podcast. It's what social media managers are talking about. I'm Katie and today I'm joined by Chloe and Ellie. Coming up on this week's episode, we'll be discussing our favourite accounts that are killing the social media game right now, as well as sharing our top tips for standing out from the crowd on social media. So we all know by now that social media platforms are very busy places. In fact, more than half the world now uses social media with 424 million new users coming online within the last 12 months. Um, It's obvious social media is the place to be for marketing. We may be biased there, but it's true. Um, But with so many people existing in one place, it's essential to stand out from the crowd to achieve success. So because of this, I thought it would be cool for us to discuss brands that we've seen that are doing the most to stand out on social media, whether that's now or in the past, you know. So, Chloe, do you want to kick us off? I'm going to kick us off with an example I've actually stolen from one of our previous podcast guests. So Chloe Gibbons put me onto this brand, um, and that is Jack Wills on TikTok specifically. I think are making a okay. a huge impact at the moment. Um, and it wasn't until she kind of mentioned them to me that I started seeing them everywhere on my for you page. So <laughs> they're always listening. Um, But basically, the reason I think they're standing out so much is that Jack Wills have brought back the concept of a creator house. You know, like back in the day on YouTube, you had the hype house. That's all I know. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they've basically taken that concept and applied it to their TikTok strategy. Um, And how they did this was they recruited 15 influencers to form their own Jack Wills TikTok TikTok house in Ibiza, um, which took their average video views from about 3,000 to 100,000. So this did wonders for them as a brand. Um, And I think what made it so successful is, and the reason that they stood out was because they took a really unfiltered approach towards it. So they let their influencers post whatever they wanted and, you know, each influencer on TikTok kind of has their own specific style and, and how they film things. And they let them do that and they let them share their real personalities. It was very, like, unfiltered. And so I think, you know, fans of these influencers followed them over to the Jack Wills account. They were creating really out there stuff. They all had their fingers on the pulse because that's what they do anyway. Um, and then to kind of round off this little sort of PR trip they did, um, they invited 30 more influencers and just hosted like a massive villa party at the end of their trip. Um, and then the Jack Wills account sort of posted behind the scenes footage. Um, the influencers were posting their own content. They were all collaborating with one another so you've got that cross um, audience kind of interaction and engagement and then one of the influencers they invited hosts like they have their own podcast um, and then all the influencers or one by one or as groups joined this podcast to kind of spill the tea at the end of this this party so there was lots of content going around on different platforms lots of um, different audiences and, and influencers and yeah ever since then they're kind of just everywhere Um, and so, yeah, I just think like what a great idea to kind of create this, this TikTok house 
for your brand. I think that's so cool. And I haven't really seen like any other brand take that concept and run with it. Um, I don't, I don't know if you guys have like seen this at all on TikTok. I, it was actually on my feed for a really long time. Um, and it intrigued me because I saw one of the girls that I follow, she went and then I was like, Oh, let's like, you know, look into this a bit more. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of got sucked into it. So I can only imagine what everyone else was like. And they had, you know, like you said, they had such a diverse range of influences mm-hmm. that they kind of captured everybody that they possibly could. Like it really broadened their audience. So like as a marketing move, it was like fantastic. So definitely, mm-hmm. definitely really, really like eye-catching. Totally. Because I think if you were kind of following these influences it kind of just seemed that they were all in the same place at the same time. It wasn't immediately obvious that this was like a Jack Wills sort of trip until, you know, weeks down the line and Mm. you you kind of caught onto it. But yeah, they were all creating content in in Jack Wills clothes and like it was very subtle in the way it did it that until you kind of realised that your influencer was part of this house and then it took you to the Jack Wills account. I don't know, it was just so smart and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is like actual genius. Like it's the power of like, the reality TV marketing mm-hmm. sphere, but just like smushed down onto TikTok. Like that's so smart. Totally. Why did no one think I of this know. sooner? I know. I mean, Jake Paul really just like <laughs> nailed it. I, was he like the original YouTube house creator house? Um, so yeah. So there was Team Ten. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, is, this is pushing my social media knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I remember. I remember that back in the day. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. couldn't avoid no, it back no. then. You're right, Katie, though. I'm surprised it's kind of taken us this long to to think of it. So well yeah. done to Jack Wills for kind of being the first on that. <laughs> My first brand, it's not like a, a clothing brand or anything like that, um, but it's Trending Travel. I don't know whether you've ever come across them on Instagram or TikTok, um, but they have really like stood out for me. I do actually follow them now um, because I love their content so much. Um and I think I def I think I first followed them around like lockdown because I was like, well, if I can't go on holiday, then you know I want to have a look at what what other people have done or like um, holiday content. Um, but they really utilize influencer marketing again, um, and like really use really good creators as well who produce really high quality video content, and then they reuse it and reshare it on tiktok and instagram so they're making use of the reels feature on instagram where obviously um instagram has switched to like a video platform um mainly so they're really utilizing that kind of algorithm change which is boosting their views massively um they've almost got half a million followers on instagram which i think is quite big um but yeah they they um collaborate with lots of influencers a lot of the um love island ones especially um so it's kind of influences of the now I guess I could say ones that like have come straight off Love Island I'm sure there's going to be at least one of them who gets a brand deal with trending travel um but it's just really aesthetically pleasing content um really utilizing each different platform's algorithm um and like on TikTok they do a lot of behind the scenes of um like secret locations that you could go to when you're on holiday which I think I'm a sucker for them on TikTok, so I'm sure other people are as well. Um, but I really, really enjoy their platform and I think they really stand out. Yeah, I think it's it's such a good time to be like a, in the travel industry as a brand because 
like my boyfriend's reels explore page for example like it's just travel stuff and it's never not going to be like it's never not going to be trending because everyone's always going on holiday everyone's always looking for that little bit of escapism while they're stuck to their desk you know (laughs) end of august if you either have been on holiday already or you're not going this year so like i just think if you're if you are sort of a travel brand and you're not creating video content like I think you're just missing out on such a colossal opportunity because I don't think I've ever seen like a piece of travel content not garner at least a few thousand views and that goes for like creators and brands as or even just regular people like my partner now likes to create reels when we go traveling (coughs) oh my god I just choked on my spit (coughs) sorry and yeah, even, even those videos kind of generate a few thousand views and he's only got like 400 followers. So it's, it's such a good time to be kind of a travel brand, I think. And their marketers must be loving it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, nothing sparks like more interest in the travel industry than like everyone being locked inside for like two to three years. Um, you know, I haven't been on a plane in years yet. I will eat up all of that content because I miss it. <laughs> Um, but no, I totally agree. Like one of the best things you can do on social media is to kind of establish a bit of a lifestyle connected to your brand as well. Like that's a really good way to stand out and make sure that you're at the forefront of the feed and everything. Um, and this is kind of a bit of a throwback. I'm going to tie this in here. Um, so Starbucks, the OG trendsetters on social media, we all know them. We maybe all love them. Um, I know we love them on our office days. Um, please sponsor us. Um, but what Starbucks has done really smart and they have carried on with this consistently is create a really strong online community and through that lifestyle, you know, if you think Starbucks, you think colorful photos of coffee, you think, you know, aesthetic pictures of like your coffee in like, with like a nice background and everything, you know, like it's very ingrained into social media, which is why I thought, you know, it's, great to talk about it here because they are the original like trendsetters they worked out how to stand up from the crowd like as soon as instagram started basically um but one of the things that i think really helps them stand out is that they're really consistent with this strategy um mostly because they really like user-generated content um from this lifestyle you know you know i love user-generated content i would talk about it all day long um so you know you think autumn What's going to start coming up on your feed? Pumpkin spice lattes. Whether it's on their native platform or user-generated content, I don't think they've done any influencer marketing with it, but quite frankly, I don't think they need to. Like, it's got enough of a reputation. You know, it's like autumn posts start coming, pumpkin spice lattes are there. So they've really found a way to stand out in, like, especially that specific time. And then, you know, they've done Christmas campaigns. They always do really well. So yeah, I think although they are a juggernaut like company, like their social media strategy is really, I mean, really I smart. Mean, I think even before um like Instagram really blew up, I don't know whether you, you know you guys oh. remember this, but I remember growing up when it was like the YouTube era and it really came into full swing. Mm-hmm. And every YouTuber I followed wanted to be this it girl with the Starbucks cups. Yes. And I think that kind of stemmed yep. from Pinterest. So every they've kind of got a hold of every single social media platform. And they, they like you said, like they have 
um, that clear like strategy across each platform and that, you know, the autumn, autumn vibes come out. And I think it was like the Starbucks cup and the Uggs were like the trend for so long. Yeah. The yeah. standard. So I, like, that's kind of like ingrained, <laughs> ingrained, engraved in my brain. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I'll take you back one step further, Ellie, um, and go Tumblr. Like I don't, think I can even think of Tumblr or like that kind of aesthetic or that time in my life without sort of having Starbucks there. Like I remember um, when I was a teenager, like hugely into Tumblr, obviously it's it's, like so hard to escape that brand on Tumblr. And then I went to like one of the bigger shopping malls in um, like sort of in my area and they had a Starbucks shop. And I thought that this was like an American only brand, but obviously it, it had just become such a like iconic aspirational sort of brand on Tumblr that I went there and I like immediately checked in on Facebook and I was like, Oh my God, like I'm at Starbucks. Like, do you guys know about this? <laughs> like it's at this shopping center. Um, and everyone was just like, yes, like what, what the hell are you talking about? Um, but yeah, like it's so crazy because I don't like, I don't drink coffee. Um, never have like, I'm yep. not a coffee tea person. Um, but yeah, just like from such a young age, Starbucks has been like, a huge brand in my life and you're so right Katie about like the pumpkin spice thing like they're not even like Mm. I feel like they've almost trademarked that in the same way that you would say like like lip liner and people immediately think of Kylie Jenner like it's do you know what I mean it's so crazy like they just own fall and autumn don't they (laughs) (laughs) but they do it like so consistently Mm -hmm. as well and this is why I think like although I feel like when I first mentioned Starbucks, you guys were like, okay, mm-hmm. where are we going with this? But I think, like, even though they've been going for such a long time, the fact that they've managed to do, like, YouTube, Tumblr, mm-hmm. Pinterest, Instagram, probably TikTok as well, like, you know, they've worked out how to stand out on every single platform so they can sustain this user-generated content and this identity of be a Starbucks mm-hmm. girly. And I'm going to make a confession. Now you've mentioned Tumblr. I was one of the Tumblr girlies, didn't even drink coffee, had the Starbucks cup with my like burgundy scarf (laughs) with the like swept over hair, skater skirt, burgundy like tights, the full look. Like I was fully in. I love that. I mean, it also like tiny segue here, but goes to show the importance of having a like an Instagrammable product. Like we talk all the time about Mm. kind of making sure that your, like your purchase landing page is aesthetic. So people want to screenshot it and share it on their stories, but it is the same with your products. Mm. Like you could literally be selling anything, but as, as long as it has like this clean design and it is just like inherently Instagrammable, as we say, you'll Mm. like, it will just do wonders for your brand. So (laughs) I do feel like everyone's introduction to user-generated content and, like, I don't know, all of this stuff is Starbucks. <laughs> no matter what generation you're from, it, yep. yeah, it was on Pinterest, it was Tumblr. It's always Starbucks. <laughs> but it's always Starbucks. <laughs> um, so now it's time for our tips and tricks segment where we share what we've learned in the world of social media and how you can apply it to your social strategy. This week, we're going to be giving you some tips for making your brand stand out on social media. Ellie, do you want to go first? I would love to. So my main tip is to stay ahead or be on top of the trends. Um, So whether that's on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, um, you want to kind of 
be on people's minds you want to be in the main feeds you want your brand to be recognized and the only way to do that or one of the top ways to do that especially on tiktok at the moment is through kind of using trending sounds or creating your own trend um i you know a lot of big brands especially if you have a following already um it's a great way to already create a trend of your own rather than jumping on another bandwagon and that's a really great way um to get in front of big audiences and grow your brand awareness and even you know grow your following as well um because people will be talking about your brand and you know they'll be creating user-generated content based upon that trend um and i know all of us are suckers for jumping on the tiktok trend so <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it's the easiest way um to kind of go viral and to stand out and i think overnight fame especially on tiktok at the moment is is a real thing and lots of small brands mm. and businesses have seen really great success from it um so there's nothing saying that you you know your brand can't be another success story regardless of how big or small you are mm. yeah i think people like also kind of like underestimate overestimate how kind of easy it is to to do this Mm -hmm. like you don't even have to Mm -hmm. follow a specific trend per se or like if there's a trending audio and there is like a little I don't know something that people tend to to put along with it like you don't have to do that if it doesn't apply to your niche although in most cases you can find a way to do it but like on on our um tiktok like the giraffe tiktok I'll take sort of a a sound that's that's trending for maybe travel videos and then literally just kind of sit in front of the camera and then like point to the air and then put tips there <laughs> or put like Canva elements there. And even those, like some of those have gained over like 50,000 views. So you don't always have to like follow the grain because sometimes I find a lot of people overdo things and then like we're a, a marketing agency, for example. So there are a lot of other marketing agencies and we're often – if we were all going to follow this trend, we would probably all be creating videos that kind of say the same <laughs> thing. So I'd also say, like, think of ways that you can make a trend your own, like, in an unexpected way. Because, I don't know, it's easy to kind of follow what everyone else is doing. But I think sometimes when you go against the formula, like, trends on TikTok now just get so old. So you see three and you're like, I'm so done with this. So anytime that someone can, like, yeah, kind of mix it up a little bit. I'm almost more engaged because I'm like, oh, you, you really did something there. So, yeah, I really like that tip. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll just jump into to my own tip from there as well. Um, and my tip, and I think one of the simplest ways to stand on on social media is to pay attention to your community. Um, and, and that works in kind of a lot of ways. I think always replying to your comments is such a big one, especially if you're a brand because you, you, you may get a few, I don't know, maybe you're, you're kind of in your early stages and you don't get too much engagement, but I think taking the time to reply to your audience, um, it's huge. And we've talked about this a lot. It has a big impact on, you know, the person you're responding to, but also just kind of how you present yourself online. Um, but I think also kind of seeking to create value that kind of goes beyond your audience's expectation or even like just goes with their expectation. I think whether you're a brand or creator, you always think about how you want to be presenting yourself or like how you want to give information or or all that kind of stuff. But if you really sit down and think, what questions do my audience want answers to or what what do they want to know about this product or like how can I show them a way to use it that goes beyond its its regular use? 
is like the best way to go about it and is kind of where the best ideas or the, or the viral moments come out of. So, um, yeah, that, that's my tip. And I think it's like a pretty easy one to put into practice. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. And, you know, we can't like understate how important like community building is for just all aspects of your social media, especially like trying to stand out, you know, who are you trying to stand out for? your community. So talk to them, communicate with them, make sure that they feel valued. Otherwise, why would they stay with you? You know, why would you stand out to them? And, you know, if you're not producing content that's right for them, the algorithm itself might be like, this content won't have value for this person. So we're not even going to show it to you. So like, how are you going to stand out then? So you've got to make sure. Yeah. So, you know, a looked after community (laughs) is a happy community. Make them feel seen, make them feel heard. (laughs) exactly and kind of bouncing off of that and also linking back to something you mentioned earlier chloe um is my tip um and this is for an offline action that can enhance your online presence um so if you are a business of any size sends out products consider your packaging um chloe mentioned landing pages as well but your packaging is so valuable to your online presence because you can get so much good user-generated content out of it. And I told you I could <laughs> talk about this all day and it's my episode, so I will. Um, <laughs> if your packaging is visually appealing and it shows that you put a lot of care into what your customers are receiving, you know, it's possible that you're going to get some really high-quality user-generated content out of this transaction. You know, whether it's a TikTok video, an Instagram post or a story, you know, your customers sharing your packaging can be a really good way to stand out on social media of your ideal audience, not just your own audience. Because if someone's showing on their platform, on their account, then their friends are going to see it. Maybe their friends also like it. Maybe they'll also come to you. You know, it's standing out on someone else's feed as well. And then, you know, additionally, resharing the user-generated content. Not only is it working smarter, not harder, um, it can be a great way to provide some really nice variation to your brand's grid, um, which can make your usual content stand out on your followers' feed because they'll be scrolling through. Maybe they, they like catch your name, but they're like, oh, that's not what I normally see. Um, but it's a picture of your packaging mm-hmm. and it looks lovely. Yes. You know? I love that. Um, like offline activities that contribute to your online mm. presence, I think is so smart. Um, yeah. Oh my God. That's such a good tip. <laughs> Um, so those are our top tips for standing out from the crowd on socials. We can't wait to see what social media managers will include in their strategies. Well, that's all we've got time for today. If you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And if you'd like to leave us a review on your favourite podcast app, we'd really appreciate it. We've been Giraffe Social Media, you've been amazing, and we'll see you next time.